Last time, the party ventured into the church quarter of Threshold on errand of Magister Morden to investigate some sort of strange occurrence of magic, or what this world calls it, intent. Supposedly a very powerful user of intent, their powers flaring up beneath one of the church's cathedrals. The Magisters, however, are barred entry, and so seeing an opportunity to solve two problems at once, Magister Morden dispatched this merry band to infiltrate said cathedral. Under disguise, they made their way to the catacombs, where they finally stumbled upon a magically sealed door, allowing them entry after a small sacrifice of Luca's pinky into what are known as the Forlorn Halls, libraries and catacombs from a long-dead age, where we find our heroes now, as they just seem to have awoken a horde of what has only been known as the Deathless. So you're in a room. It has two exits. The one you came in, where there were sort of these like plates with symbols on the floor, which opened up into this larger chamber with an altar at the end, and then an offshoot corridor that had a locked door that, when interacted with, seemed to awaken these ancient curses. And now you hear hundreds and hundreds of shuffling feet and bones scraping along stone, coming down the halls from whence you came. Can we take the uh, the crystals out of no, the door, the door that we... So door we, noticed, we noticed last time, whoever was by the altar and whoever was by the stones to the side and whoever's by the door, that there's corresponding ones, but there's one that doesn't. That the door has the most, right? Yes, the door has the most. Who knows that? Val knows that, I think. Actually, I don't know that I looked at the fountain. I looked at the door. Yeah. Reese was by the altar. Yeah, this altar that has a a basin on top. Lyrian doesn't know swap because he's still by the tiles. (laughs) Clean out all of the blood from the basin. Yeah, remember that. Every last drop. (laughs) (laughs) We learned our lesson. (laughs) No, there's nothing in the basin. Dang, put blood in the basin this time. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, get your hand. Yeah, Reese, cut your hand in the worst way possible to make sure it bleeds forever and never heals. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I thought we were going with Luca, the guy who didn't care that his pinky got cut off. Yeah. Point. You're right, just cut off a little bit <laughs> That's more of your nub. <laughs> the last chunk of the nub there. So, Reese probably can't hear too terribly much of these footsteps coming because they're coming from, like, the furthest end of the room where he isn't. He did hear something, a crash or a commotion or whatever, so he turns around from the basin. He sees everyone else in the room in order, kind of going back towards the tiles on the floor, and immediately, just instinctively, draws his greatsword off of his back. What was that? In response to hearing the sound and whatnot, because it was Val that was reading this, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Efron turns to Val, and says, Well, what do the words say? And what is that sound? I do not think that is a good sign. Whatever it is, it is bad. Deathless is the word I see over and over. Ah, deathless. Um, okay. <laughs> um, do the, does the inscription happen to mention some sort of a solution to this uh, deathless problem? I read the inscription some more. <laughs> <laughs> As you skim it as quick as you can as these shuffling, clanking sounds grow louder and louder in the near distance. 
just around a few corners, it seems. The door seems to kind of fade as you absorb this information, and as you reach the bottom of these inscriptions, this door as it was is completely gone. It's disappeared. Whatever information you garnered from it now only in your memory. In front of you instead is a door of simple wooden construction, a couple iron rivets across it, a large handle, and from the inscription that is now gone, unfortunately, you were only able to glean one word of advice, and that is run. <laughs> I think we need to leave right now. Do you say that loud? I shouted it last time, so... <laughs> <laughs> Lyrian, please, come here. Reese, you as well. Luca, where is Luca? Luca was in front of the door. He's like... Oh, he was, he was I, already in that area. <laughs> oh, he was in that area? His hand was on the door. And the front turns around and he says, Luca, ah, Luca, you are here. Good. Everybody, we must leave immediately. I do not know what these deathless are, but I would not like to find out. Please. Uh, Val has informed me it is best that we run. So uh, I believe the door is now open. Are you seeing that as well? The door is... I, I can't... You know, the door just kind of went away as I was reading and it, I don't know. We should leave right now. Reese pushes his way to the front of the group and Spartan <laughs> kicks the door. Does it open? <laughs> It smashes open. Um, you don't knock it off its hinges, but whatever would have locked it in place, let's say, if you had tried to close it after you went through it, has been destroyed. Come on, everyone through. And Reese kind of waits there as everyone rushes past him, if they rush past him. Val runs. <laughs> yep, so does Efron. Mick okay. says, wait for me! Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about Yeah, you did! I was like, what the crap? I was all the way in the room! Mick's just in the background getting mauled by, like, these skeleton people. <laughs> Lyrian pauses for a second before heeding Efron's call. He, he makes note of the symbols that were on the tiles, and he starts running that way and recording those symbols in his in his notebook. Great. As you all barrel through this door, your trip is cut abruptly short as you come to the precipice of a rather large drop, a set of stairs leading down. Peculiar to this room, there are candles and torches in distant sconces that are lit. Lyran casts spike growth to cover the doorway and the pathway leading into the hallway. Alright, so that covers the entire doorway a little bit into where you are and a lot of back into the room where you just came from. Exactly like I wanted to. Boom! You take two strain. How long does that last for? I'm just a curious lad. Up to ten minutes, so we don't got much time, guys. <laughs> and you have to have concentration so um you are able to close the door if you so desire wait why did you tell us now <laughs> i just told you it, it couldn't lock i never said it couldn't close as everyone shuffles past reese he gingerly puts the door back where it was and the spikes grow over it so as you all get a better look at this room a few moments to spare as this spike growth seems to slow whatever is amassing outside the now closed door you look off and you see one staircase going straight down in front of you and another one going off to the left that sort of snakes along onto a small platform that juts out from the wall. Both of these staircases, however, eventually do converge and then come down into one circular platform beneath everything, maybe 100, 200 feet down. 
before leading off into a hallway on the left side. Well, what do you say, chaps? How about we go to the left? Anyways, better than here. Aren't we searching for a magical being? Is it possible that maybe Val could indicate a direction for us? Is my detect magic still going? Has it been ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Your detect magic is still going. Okay. Like, there is definitely a force in play that is animating these corpses. Cute. That are barreling toward you from the other side of this door. And at the bottom of this, in that solitary exit, there is a large pole. And it's similar to what Morden described when he felt this intent user. There is something very strong through that door. I think that whatever way we go, that's where we want to go. All right, let's be on our way. And Reese kind of starts shuffling people in the direction of the door. Nice. And everybody goes that way. Yes. So as you work your way down these differing staircases, bits of stone and dust fall off and clatter below into this endless pit beneath you. As you pass by the outer walls of this cavern that seems to be half etched from natural stone and half still this this cavern as it originally was there are small I don't want to call them receptacles but they actually seem like cells dotting the walls every time there is a platform that the stairs converge on and so this happens three or four times as you're working your way down you know just going to each side of this rectangular cavern I guess as we're all descending, Afran is just going to take a really quick peek into a couple of these cells to see if there's anything in them, if there are, like, any creatures in them or skeletons or something. Just kind of getting more of an idea of what they are, but he's not really stopping to inspect them super close. You see moving forms. Humanoids. I was hoping it was, like, a form on the wall of like some cool monk powers <laughs> yeah no so we find inside these cells you're saying he sees these what I do guess, they do we have I a light source or like a, well i mean there's there's they're like torches and stuff yeah. from from what i can tell what do these humanoid forms look like do they look like they've been here for a while and real like nasty looking or their limbs look slightly out of proportion as if elongated unnaturally same thing with their their heads or what little of their heads you can see of them most of them are sitting sort of in a fetal position their backs arched you see their glistening skin almost translucent it's so pale stretched tight against their spines and their ribs do they react to our presence as we walk by they absolutely do not Okay. Would you say these could be deathless? Do they appear as if they could not die? <laughs> From, I guess, Val and Efron's experience, knowing the fables of this world, this is not what you would consider a deathless. Do they have ears? They do. In fact, they seem to be pointed in a traditional fashion, not like those of the kin. Nor like those of the humans <laughs> which are around <laughs> which are not pointed <laughs> interesting is it kind of like Lyrian's pointed ears yes actually I also look into these cells and do I recognize them from anybody from the old world then or anything I've seen before 
No, uh, even in your extensive travels, this isn't a species that you've encountered. As everyone's kind of just looking in on these cells, Reese comes up behind them. We cannot tarry here for long. We must be on. After kind of getting almost entranced by looking at these these forms in there, uh, Ifran is startled back to reality by Reese, and he uh, he nods in agreement, and he keeps moving forward. As you continue your way down, you hear this crash and this bang from up above as the door seems to have been broken apart, and you hear these sort of breathless screams as these creatures then start to just pile off of this platform, tripping over one another, tumbling down the stairs, tumbling off the platform, falling into this dark void. Dozens and dozens of them, their forms smashing against this lower platform that you've now reached, breaking into pieces and then falling off, or just splattering at your feet in gruesome sights. If you waited maybe another few seconds, maybe one might catch a lucky break and land on a pile of two or more and then get up. Uh, in that case, let's not wait two seconds and let's keep going down before Luca decides to open one of these cages and try to give him some bait. <laughs> <laughs> what the cr- He is crazy. Wow. <laughs> um, onward? So as you work your way across this smaller bridge that's only about eight feet wide and nearly 100 feet long. It is just being bombarded by these bodies that are falling from above. And I will have all of you, and you may choose which one, do either a constitution or a dexterity check. So Luca just did a dexterity check. His total is six. Uh, That just unfortunately means he rolled a natural one. So uh, you also rolled a one? So Efron got the second nat one of the evening. Oh my gosh. The second nat one of the evening is also the second roll of the evening, so look at that. (laughs) It's going really well. I also rolled and I got 21. (laughs) So Efron trips over Luca. (laughs) As Luca falls, Efron comes with him. (laughs) I like it. Lyrian gets a 23. Reese got 11. 19 for Val. What did you roll, Val and Reese? Constitution. Uh, Constitution. Oh, I did dex. I did dex. So, Lyrian and Mick are the first to push across this bridge, nimbly dodging underneath and over these corpses that are raining around them, making it to the door safely and having a moment of respite to turn back and face your companions. Val and Reese are able to push their way across, either battering these creatures aside or just pushing straight through them. You barrel to the end of the bridge and are able to make it safely to your other two companions. As Efron and Luca try to work their way across, Luca is seized by the legs by one of these creatures who did not die upon impact. And simultaneously, Efron, one of them lands right on top of you, sort of doing like a piggyback thing, grabbing you around your neck and wrapping its legs around your chest, and then just yanking you, trying to use its momentum to pull you off the bridge. Can Reese make a reactionary action? First, Efron and Luca are going to have to do some reactionary saving throws. Both of the dexterity variety. I got a 14 total. I got a 13 total. All right. Dang. We're really syncing up right now. I'm going to switch d20s. (laughs) So 
Luca, as you are moving forward and you feel this grip on your ankle, you are momentarily trapped. And as you feel yourself slipping, falling face first onto this bridge, you catch yourself with your forearms and elbows, taking your impact and your knees as well. But you are now prone as this monster starts to crawl up to you. Ifran, as you try to shake this creature off of you, you tumble sideways, landing onto the bridge where the creature's arm is actually then crushed beneath you as you feel brittle bone and paper-like skin just flaking away, and the creature tumbles off into the void. One of its legs still trying to grapple you, kicking at you, as it pushes you just enough to where you tumble off the edge and grab onto the ledge. Um, Efron just gives out a yell to alert the others, because Sorry. if everybody is running across this bridge, you know, we're hearing thum, 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 thum. Well, we're hearing <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but nobody would have, uh, nobody would have heard, you know, a couple of extra special thumps. Then again, we can see you, because some of us, like, Lyra I and thought I, we were behind... So you are behind, turned around yeah. at the end. We're at the door and we're looking at you guys. All right. Anyway, um, Efron tries, uh, uh, regardless of what anybody else does, is he's going to try to pull himself back up onto the bridge. All right. Please roll a strength check with disadvantage as a bit of Deathless is still clinging to you. Dang. Well, can I try to kick it off first <laughs> or something? Punch it? Give it a good elbow or something? That'll be a strength attack. Or... Can I shoot it? Yeah, I think if Lyrian wants to intercede here, you may try. Sweet. Thanks, Lyrian. Got my back. Luca, I'm sure if you were in Lyrian's place, you might do something. 28. I'd try to help you out. But he got 28. That's Probably. pretty good. As you whip your bow off your back and an arrow from your quiver, letting it loose, it flies straight through the shoulder of this creature that's still grabbing onto Ifron, and it comes out the other end and you just see this plume of ash and dust as this creature falls to pieces its bottom half sort of falling and then its head and shoulder crumbling away just a decrepit hand in a death grip still clutching onto one of Efron's legs immediately after Lyrian does that and Efron feels the weight of most of this creature fall off of him you may now make your strength check without disadvantage Nice. Okay, please, please, please. That's a five. <laughs> you are unable to hoist yourself up. Crap. Okay, not good, guys. Could Reese do something kind of in between? Like we kind of bounce back and forth between them doing something, we do something? I'll allow it. Okay. Quick question for you, Ryan. Do these things count as undead? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, we can limit it to the ones that are affecting Luca and... Efron, but they have to do... The, the the hand that's left on my leg. <laughs> they have to do wisdom saving throws. Well, they will do a wisdom saving throw as a mob. Okay. They got 15. <laughs> that doesn't count. Okay, so you just see Reese's mask start glowing, and you hear him chanting some celestial incantations, and then a beam of light streams out of his sword, going into as many undead as he can see, and all of them now are bending to his will as he has turned them temporarily. So you don't affect the ones on Luca and 
the frond, but you are able to clear a way, you know, halfway to them. Yeah, that would make their journey to you easier. Luca. Is the guy who is holding Luca's leg hanging off the edge and kind of pulling on Luca, or is he just, like, lying flat on the bridge prone as well? He is flat on the bridge prone, and he is crawling up your body. Okay, probably not enough room to swing a sword. I am going to take my trusty club, and I am going to smash it as hard as I can upside the head. Okay. Please roll for attack. This isn't going to be good. It wasn't. It was an eight. So as you swing your club, you smash at one of its arms, and that arm disintegrates underneath the force of your blunt attack. However, it continues to crawl, impeding your progress. Can I also try to drag myself forward towards the end? You may, yes. Okay, so I'm going to do that as far as you will let me. Half your movement. Okay, 15 feet. Nice. Which actually brings you right up to Efron. And so Efron's hanging off the edge, right? Correct. I hold out a hand to Efron. Efron, um, having flashbacks to the moment where Samwise Gamgee is holding his hand out to Frodo in Mount Doom, he is going to reach for uh, Luca's hand. Can I make some sort of a roll to see if I can grab Luca's hand and hoist myself back up? You may make a strength check with advantage. <laughs> with <laughs> thank advantage. Goodness. Oh, thank goodness. What was that, a nat one? <laughs> it was yeah. a nat one. Holy smokes. Okay, that's a seven, though. <laughs> can I, Guys, can I do a not... <laughs> Can I do a strength check to to pull? Alright. Holy oh, smokes. Oh, I'm dying. 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have solved this problem eight minutes ago. So I'm trying. I'm trying to do the Christian Bale from Batman, oh, Batman. Begins. Raja We got We got to reference more movies for this to work. As you curl Efron, sort of starting to get up and over the lip of this bridge's edge, Luca, you feel in your back. Let me roll a die. Oh, that's a good hit. You feel in your back a sharp pain, seven damage worth, as a broken forearm that's basically acting as a dagger. Did he just stick a bone into my arm back? He did. And then you get your dagger out and you stab him. Well, I got my club. I don't actually have a dagger. I've got a little piece of bone. What happened? Yeah. Well, Well, it's just a piece of bone. um, It's not actually very good. Can I please cast a spell now? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Save us all. Save us from our own incompetence. Great. I would love to do that. Um, I will expend two spell slots to uh, dimension door myself over to Efron, like directly on top of him, grab him, dimension door back. I mean, directly on top of... (laughs) You see, (laughs) directly on top of... And Val falls immediately. It's dimension door. (laughs) Instantaneous. (laughs) So as Val appears above Ifron, grabs hold of him, and then disappears again, I guess, does that transfer to Luca? I can only take one willing creature with me. So Val then reappears in the safety of the doorway behind Reese, Lyrian, and Mick with Ifron. So it's, it's pretty far up my, uh, my torso at this point. Like, would you say its head is like level with my neck or something? Kind of that? Yeah, kind of like the top of your spine before it goes up to your neck. I am going to try to roll over toward the edge and fling him off my back into the pit. All right. With the added momentum of suddenly losing a frown, you can have advantage. Cool. I just got a nat 20. So I think that's, I don't know. I don't, I'll I'll re-roll it just in case. It was a three. Yeah. I'm glad I got that nat 20. (laughs) You effortlessly toss this husk of a thing off of you 
and scramble to your feet. And I'll even allow you to take double movement because of that nat 20. And the way ahead of you is pretty clear, thanks to Reese. Yeah, so I, I mean, then I'm, you see Luca, you know, he, he twists quickly as it falls. He stands up and he just starts sprinting. You can see his left arm is kind of injured from where the big thing stabbed him in the shoulder. So he's holding it oddly, but he's moving it. The adrenaline's carrying him through. So with everyone at the door, there is a door to shut at this point. And it still has a lock, too. Boy, you know we shut that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should shut it. Cool. I'm going to say that the group goes through. As these bodies continue to pile up on the bridge and the distant platform, more and more of them being able to land safely, and some even working their way just down the stairs and barreling toward you, you slam the door shut. It's wooden frame held up by bits of iron, creaking as bodies after bodies pummel into it on the other side before you lock it shut and tight, rattling as you back slowly away from this terrible fate that awaits you on the other side. Is there magic to detect? (laughs) (laughs) Still concentrating on that. We're good. Efron's going to take a big old swig of water just to help calm the nerves. To answer your question, Laurel, if you deem it so that Val turns around to then view this room that you've entered in, You feel the strongest presence of intent you've ever felt in your entire life. 